want to tell you what, this question about who Jesus is, you get it wrong, things are going to be wrong. And I'm going to tell you, there's only one right answer of who he is, and the devil's got a thousand of them, a million of them. He's got an answer for who Jesus is that's not right. And we have to take ourselves down the road that we're going to find that. There are some people who say Jesus was a good man. Let me tell you something, that is true. But I know a lot of good men. Can I list them for you? I'm just going to name the ones in our country. I'm not even going to go to the Bible and do that. Well, let's go to the Bible and do that. You got Peter. Man, they did some wonderful things for God, didn't they? Denied him, and then he, got, he, got, he saw what was right. You got the fellow by the name of Paul. Didn't he do some good things? He's a good man. David, Daniel, you just pick them. Pick them out of the Bible. I'm going to tell you some other good people. Danny Harris, he's a good man. You love Jesus, don't you? You still trying? Okay, then. He ain't there yet. He's getting it. Be patient. Ken ain't there yet. Be patient. Brother Murphy, he's a good man. He ain't there yet. Be patient. Brother Randy, he's a good man. Now, I can sit here and probably name all of you, so don't get mad at me if I didn't say your name. You get the point. I just listed you some names of people who are good men. Morally, they do right. George Washington, he was a good man. Abraham Lincoln, wasn't he a good man? A big list of good names, good men. But whenever you say Jesus was a good man, you're sticking him on a list that he don't belong on because he ain't in the same category as these good men that I mentioned this morning. He is everything that's good. Some people say, well, you know, he's a moral teacher. Folks, I've been teaching seven years to try about moral teaching. Brother Murphy spent 44 years on it. He's a good moral teacher. As we've learned the Bible and as we have things that come in, as you do, Sunday school teachers, anybody, who, anybody, those would be good moral teachers. But let me tell you something. Jesus is not just a good moral teacher. Jesus is the Son of God. Did you know that? He is the Son of God. Well, Islam, they believe in God, don't they? Huh? I'm seeing a, lot, a whole lot of this like a bunch of bobbleheads. Well, the Quran will actually tell you that Jesus is real, but is a prophet. Our Jewish brothers and sisters, they believe in God, right? But they don't believe that Jesus is the Son of God. That's why they had such a problem with him. The only one true God. You see, there's a whole lot of information coming in. There's a whole lot of information out there. Be careful what your little ears hear and your little eyes see. You got a Bible, you know how to pray. Come to us. I'm not saying I got all the answers, but I will tell you the truth. You might get mad at me and throw rocks, that's okay. And if I get something wrong, if you just stick around for a while, then we'll say, hey, whoa, we got to back up. We got to make a check on something. We did this wrong. Do you understand that? We have to do that. We have to be able to search the scriptures and let the scriptures come in. 
and teach us. And it all boils down to who is Jesus. Get that answer wrong and everything else will be off. I just started working on a shed about three months ago. I've got the floor now. <laughs> Anybody want to hire me to do some building for you? Was that you, Roger? Did you say that? Thank you for letting me use your tools all this time. This man's probably going to get hungry because he can't do the jobs for himself. I got his tools. But I, as, as much as I thought I had everything right on that building, I mean, I had the string, spent a great deal of time, me and Ryan, trying to get everything plumb and squared up, run the strings. And, and I'm going to tell you right now, I'd have told you before I got started on it, she was as square as square could be. Till I laid that floor. And when I laid that floor, me and Ryan figured out, hmm, we got some ripping to do. It ain't re out real bad, but now that I've told you, you come and visit me, you'll be able to say that building is not square. You, I don't know if you'll be able to see it and tell, but I'm telling you now, I thought we had her right. And we was close, but close just don't get it. And we're talking about Jesus this morning. When we get something off, then everything gets to be off. So I'm going to ask you, just who is Jesus? Ask yourself that question. Can you explain who Jesus is to someone? You're going to have some opportunities to explain just who Jesus is. You say, you're going to read any Bible today? Well, eventually. There are some say that Jesus is a mystic medium. The God in you. You've got to figure out who he is and what he is. Just what do you feel like? That puts Jesus into a category fitting into who we make him to be. We can't do that. Who is Jesus? This is Christmas time we're coming up on. Who is this child? Turn to John chapter 1. Verse 1. I quoted this one year. When, remember when we did the Advent thing one year and Ingrid asked me, I dressed up in a burlap sack, put some sandals on and memorized this scripture. Let's see if it's still there. I got it wrote down just in case it ain't. Y'all got it up on the board for me just in case I get off? In the beginning was God. It's not God. Really? In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Not off too bad, huh? Let's go to the next verse. He was in the beginning with God. Hmm. Let's go to the next verse. And all things were made through him. And without him, nothing was made that was made. Let's hit one more verse. And in him was life. And the life was the light of men. You want to know who Jesus is? 
He's God. Amen me if you understand that, if you believe that this morning. Throw an amen out there. You see, I told you that a while ago that Islam believes in one God and Christians believe in one God and Jews believe in one God and most people in this world say, well, isn't that just a wonderful thing? But you see what? Those other ones, they don't believe in the Trinitarian God. They don't believe in the same God. Just because you believe in one God, there may be a false God that you believe in. If we don't have God the Father, and God the Son, and God the Holy Ghost, three in one, it's a hard thing to understand, it's a hard thing to get inside of us, but just because you believe in something doesn't mean it's right. It has to fall on this right here. We're celebrating Christmas. Who is Jesus? He's God. Who's the Holy Ghost? He's God. Who's God? He's God. And we have to have that. If we don't have that, then that means the building is off, and when you lay the floor, you've got to do some extra work to make it work. And it still ain't square. You just might be able to fool some people. That makes sense? See, I could have fooled y'all and told you, boy, we got that thing perfect. Me and Ryan worked for days on that sinking post in the ground. And we just got it right. And you'd have believed it. Until you walked in and saw one piece of plywood wasn't as wide as the other two. Not that much, though. You see, when we believe in things, we was watching Jeopardy the other night, and one of the questions was state capitals. I like watching Jeopardy. Sometimes I think I could go on there and win a couple hundred million dollars if they ask the right questions. But I imagine it's a whole lot different when you're standing in there in that studio trying to do that. But they're asking about state capitals. I answered that one too, didn't I, sweetie? They was asking about Florida. And three people, smart people, I mean, they knew stuff that I didn't even know existed. I'm like, I never knew that, huh? But when they got to Florida, three people rung in and three people got it wrong. Now, they all agreed that a state has a capital, amen? If we're here in America, we believe that the states have a capital, right? But if you believe that Orlando is the capital of Florida, you are wrong. They do have a capital, but Orlando's not it. It's Tallahassee. Three people didn't get that. Now, I know that's simple, but I'm trying to get you to understand something. If there's something in here that you don't get, and you say, well, I know that's right. You believe that God's real, but if you miss something that's on that, then there throws off your whole thing. You get the question wrong, and if you get the question wrong, you've got to find the answer. They got the answer when Alex said no, and then he told him. He kind of rolled his eyes. Alex came from a different time frame. I guess people studied what, their, what capitals were, and these were smart, smart, smart people. But folks, Islam doesn't believe that Jesus is God's son, God in the flesh. Can I tell you something else? Neither do the Mormons. Neither do the Jehovah's Witnesses. They knocked on our door last week. 
My brother Jim was there. He answered the door. I come around the corner. He come out of the woods a little earlier than I did. And I come walking up through there and got a gun on my back. <laughs> you should have seen the look on those dudes' faces. I saw this unfamiliar car sitting in my driveway, so I walked up and two ladies and they cracked the window and said, our husbands are at your door. I'm like, oh, really? What they want? Now, you got to understand, I'm not joking when I say that. I had a lot of threats on my life back in the day on my job. And I do look out for that. You come to my house, there's guns sitting around, and they're there for a reason. I pray nothing's never going to happen, but I'm going to be prepared, and I'm going to defend myself and my family as best as I can, whether it be from bad guys trying to harm us or people trying to come in and bring untruth to us. I didn't shoot them or nothing. But they wanted to talk, and I said, well, I've got a minute or two. If you want to talk, let's go ahead. And they started saying, well, do you go to a church? I said, I do. <laughs> well, where do you go? I said, the one you passed coming here when you left Bedford. You guys are from Bedford, ain't you? Yeah. That one up there, that's, that's the church you go to? Well, have they ever told you? And I said, whoa, wait just a minute. They told me a whole lot of things, but you want to know something else? I got a Bible and I read it, and when I don't understand something or somebody I think ain't right, I start reading and praying because that's where it's going to get right. And I said, but up there where you guys go, I'm going to ask you one question. Is Jesus the Son of God? Well, you know, there's a whole lot of scriptures, and I said, I just ran out of time. If you want to know, we'll talk. If you don't want to know, I'm not going to argue the Word of God with you. None of y'all either, by the way. We'll sit down and have an intelligent discussion if you want to. If you want to argue, I don't have time for that. Now, let me say that again so you can get it. If you do not agree with what we're teaching out of the Bible and you want to argue I won't be coming to your house to see you. And if every time I show up, you try to wiggle the argument in, I will not be showing up. Do you understand that? If you want to have a good conversation about who Jesus Christ is, and we'll pull the word out, and we'll let the truth settle it for us, I'll be there every day if you want, if I can. But if you want to argue and do all these other stuff, I don't have time for that. There are too many lost souls in this world, and there's too many of you sitting here that's making yourself known every Sunday, week in, week out, Wednesdays, week in and week out, that's trying to learn about God, and that's where I'm focusing. I'll reach out for the lost, but I will not argue the Word of God. Not going to happen. Let us sit down and reason together. That is exactly right. That is Scripture. Reasoning means we sit down, we look at it, and we look at this without running through the filter of what we're trying to prove rather than finding the truth. I just went on a tangent just now that I didn't mean to go on. Merry Christmas. I love every one of you. But Jesus is the Son of God. He taught the Word of God, and that Word of God sometimes is a stumbling block. And sometimes that stumbling block can be, get in the pathway of error. And whenever we get in the pathway of error, there are many people that I've told you about that James talks about who says you are fooling yourself. 
Now, the brothers and sisters in Christ should want to keep Jesus in the center. And if Jesus is in the center, where are we going to be? Sweetie, come up here and be Jesus for a minute. Eddie, you're already up. Come on up here. No, you come on too, sweetie. You get to be Jesus for a minute. I just throwed a whole trick on your theology. I got a woman as Jesus. Yeah, come on. Now, me and Eddie, we got an argument over which kind of tires we could put on our vehicles and which kind of drive, and we were going to fall out actually over that. I'm not a Ford man anymore. I'm a Dodge man now, so we can't be buddies no more. So back away, Jack. Go on, go on. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm going to keep Jesus with me. <laughs> but here's the deal. Who is Jesus? He's the Son of God. And if he is, the, he has to be the center of everything. He is the center of Christmas. Don't, don't be ashamed to say Merry Christmas. If they want to throw you in jail, go to jail. Our God's got you back. Amen. Do you believe God's got you back this morning? Amen. But now here's the deal. If I stay in prayer and I stay in the Word of God and I want to know who Jesus is and as I'm learning more, I'm getting more like Him. I'm starting to gravitate even more and more to Him. And if Eddie is doing the same thing, guess where we're going to meet? Come on over. Let's go to Jesus, buddy. Now at that moment, we can't be falling out over frivolous things. I still think you should change the Dodge. But that's okay. I still love you. See, when Jesus is the light of the world and the light of men, right here is where you all shine from. Does that make sense? I wanted to give you a picture. Thank you for that. How are you feeling? Well, praise God. That's the power of prayer. That's a testimony. Thank you. She's going to kill me when we get home, man. <laughs> no, I pick on sweetie and she picks back, so we love each other, don't we? There was no question mark on the end of that. You see, folks, as many people think, we don't worship three gods, but we worship one God. And he has revealed himself in three persons. God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Ghost. Go to Exodus chapter 3 uh, and 14. And God said to Moses, I am who I am. He said, and thus shall you say to the children of Israel, I am sent you. Now you remember he, he, he wanted to find out who God was. He went up on the mountain, went to the burning bush, found out who God was. God gave him a commission. said, go and set my people free. I'm talking fast, but I wanted you to get that, right? And then he says, okay, I'm going to go. He said, well, wait a minute. Now, who should I say sent me? I am that I am. Okay. I'm going to go back and tell him I am sent me. You see, that's where the power of God is. He is the great I am. He didn't say I was or I'm going to be. I am. He always has been. He always will be. He's back there. He's right here. He's over yonder. He's everywhere. He is the great I am. And then you know what? That we should take comfort in that, that no matter what's going on in our lives, no matter what we're facing, the great I am is the one that we can call on. He is the great I am. Mm. In John 8 and 56, and your father Abraham joyced to see my day. You remember those fellows were trying to trip him up, 
They're always trying to trip up Jesus. You see, that's what the arguing people are always trying to do. They're always trying to argue. Well, I ain't as good as Jesus yet, so I just ain't going to waste my time on it. Maybe I will when I get better at it. But you see what I'm talking about? But he gave them some truth. Look at what he said. And your father Abraham rejoiced to see my day, and he saw it and was glad. Then the Jews said to him, You are not 50 years old, and you have seen Abraham? Listen at the sarcasm there. Woo. And Jesus said to them, Most assuredly, I say to you, before Abraham was, I am. That is powerful. The great I am. When they went into the garden to, to get him that night, they, he said, Who are you seeking? They said, Jesus of Nazareth. Have you seen him? I am he. The I am. And the Bible says that they fell back. That is the power of God. I don't care what enemy is sitting at your doorstep. The great I am is on the throne. And when he's on the throne, the enemies cannot come in. We don't like, oh, the devil's been on my back. Well, get a little bit closer to Jesus and he won't get on your back. He deserves no praise, no glory. The great I am is the one who has all power. All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth, he said. And do we believe it? That's who Jesus is. He is the great I am. He's God. In Acts 5 and 3, but Peter said, Ananias, why has Satan filled your heart to lie to the Holy Spirit and keep back part of the price of the land for yourself? Now you remember this. Now we're talking about who God is, the, tri the triune God. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Ghost. They had a piece of land they wanted to help the church. They sold the land. Good thing. Okay, God, I guess, excuse me, led them to do that. And so they did. And then they come up with their pride on their back with their bundle of money and said, you know, we sold our land. Now, they really sold, let's say, $50,000, but they showed up with forty. We sold our land, and we're giving this, all of this. This is what we sold it for so the church can grow. Now, Peter, can you imagine having that kind of anointing today? Just call it out what it is. Call it out what it is. And Peter says, wait a minute. You're wrong. Go to the next scripture there. And while it remained, it was not your, was it not your own? Oh, I, I stopped there. Let me go back. But Peter said, Ananias, why has Satan filled your heart to lie to the Holy Spirit and keep back part of the price of the land for yourself? And while it remained, was it not your own? And after it was sold, was it not your own to control, do what you want with it? Why have you conceived this thing in your heart that you have not lied to men but to God? He first told him that you lied to the Holy Spirit, and then he says you lied to God. You know why? They are the same. That's who Jesus is. That's who the Holy Spirit is. That's who God is. They are one. They are one. We have to know that. We have to believe that. We have to teach that. And so how do we know that? How do we know that, he, that, that he's God? Because God told us in the Bible, 1 Timothy 3 and 16, and without controversy, great is the mystery of godliness. God was manifested in the flesh, justified in the spirit, seen by the angels, preached among the Gentiles, believed on in the world, and received up into glory. The Bible tells us who Jesus is. 
You understand that? He's God. If we got a problem there, then our whole theology gets off. Who are we praying to? Who did we pray to this morning? Some God we conjured up in ourselves. We call him Jesus. He looks like the one in the Bible, but there's a few things about the Bible that I don't agree with. You hear what I'm talking about this morning? We're still going to put up our Christmas trees. We're still going to eat. We're still going to give out presents, I'm sure. But just who are we celebrating? Who are we worshiping this morning? Who are we giving glory to? You say, well, I don't understand that. He just told us here in, in Timothy that it's a mystery. You see, if we try to run God's stuff through logic, worldly logic, it ain't going to add up. You understand that? Do you understand eternity? Anybody? So I'll let you stand up and teach. We'll lock the doors. Nobody can leave. This will be a long subject probably. But do you understand eternity? I don't. That's right. I can't fathom it. I can't wrap my mind around it. Forever. Not a beginning, not an end. That's who God is. He had no beginning. He's got no end. That's who Jesus is. He's got no ending. He's got no beginning, no ending. That's who Jesus is. The great I am. All other gods came after him. That's what people made up. But Jesus, the Son of God, he came into this world. The stuff that you got, it came from him. The trees you've seen and looked at this morning, it came from him. The, the fog you was hating last night came from him. The snow that might be coming next week came from him. It's what the weatherman's saying. You know, we can, we can predict the weather and stuff like that, but we put God on the spot because he don't act when we want him to act and how we want him to act. That's a different subject for another time. It sounds like that we contradict ourselves whenever we can't bring logic to God. We need to know who he is. We want to know who he is, but some things is by faith. That's the only way you're going to know who he is, is by faith. And he ain't going to add up in logic. Amen? All you got to do is go to school, listen to the scientists, listen to Bill Nye the science guy, listen to all these people, and they'll do everything they can to disprove God because God doesn't fit in the box that they put him in. Friends, if they don't put him in, if they put him in a box, neither, we, we shouldn't be doing that. God doesn't belong in a box. All things. All things. That's what we was praying for this morning. All things. It is our faith. And folks, when we try to start explaining God away, using our own logic, we stick him in the box. And when we run the things of God and the power of God through the filter of our logic, there is no faith. Can I say that again? There is no faith. It's going to get sticky just for a minute. Is it okay? Y'all don't want it, tell me, I'll move on because it will get sticky. It's going to land on every one of us. Starting with me. Does the power of God depend on you? In one sense, yes. In another sense, no. You see, I want to see the day that when the power of God is flowing into this house so much 
And the only way that's going to happen is if Jesus Christ is put upon the throne. Not the pastor, for all my faults or all my good stuff. You better not be following just Ken. Ken dies, you better not be leaving the church until God tells you. Because then you're following Ken. That's an amen, folks. I want to see the day that the power of God, because he will not share his glory with another. He sent his son, and his son came so that he could go up on that cross and pay the penalty for you and me. He came to do that. Why? Because of his love for you and me and his love for the Father. Now, I can't understand that. How did the Father say They were always... You just got to take it by faith, folks. I don't know. You can't explain God. You can't compare him to nothing. If you can, you don't need to be serving him. You get asked a lot of questions. Well, do you think this is happening for... I have no idea. I'm not God. We'll talk to him about it and see what he says, but I don't know. He will work differently each and every time. Just to keep us from getting into this place... That we know what's going on. Well, I know God. Really? How much do we trust him? I'm looking for the day that people can walk into our church and they can be as lost as, as can be. I don't care what they've done. I don't care what they're in. They may be a cross-dresser and you shake their hand and think it's a woman and when she says hi, you're going to realize, oh, she's got a bad voice or that's a dude. Huh? Come on, folks. If we can't get there, then what are we doing? I don't care what they did for the last 35 years and you grew up with them. If we believe in the power of God, then they are welcome to walk through this door. And when they come through this door, if we've gotten it right, we're going to let God work. We're not going to decide you get to have something and you don't. Amen? we got to let God work. And I'm looking for the day that instead of running to Bedford or Lynchburg or Roanoke because we got a, a hurt in our bellies or in our bodies somewhere that we can't come to church and say, I need to be prayed for. Do you understand what I'm talking about? Do you know who Jesus is? Do you know who He is? Well, you got this problem. You brought it on yourself. Really? Of course. But there is a fix. And his name is Jesus. And he can take anything that's going on in our bodies and in our lives and he can make it new. He can make you new. He can make me new. He can grow us and turn us into the people of God when we let the word come in. He is the word. Reject the word. You reject Jesus. Do y'all want that? You think I just told you somebody died. This is exciting stuff. Do you want the power of God in your life, in your house, in your family, in your church, in your community, in your nation, in our country, in this world? Do you want the power of God to move among you? Then we got to get excited about Jesus. We got to give him the glory and give the testimonies every time he touches. Well, I don't want people knowing that about me. Friend, it ain't about you no more. It's now about Jesus. 
But I used to be this. I used to go here. I used to do that. But that's the used to. That's the thing. It's the used to. You know why we don't do that? We hear conversations. Well, I never did this and I never done that. We start talking about how good we are. Oh, I did this a little bit, but it's not that bad. Friends, let me tell you something. If it's against God, it's bad. There is no worse and better. You understand what I'm saying? We've got to have him to come in. We've got to be able to share who Jesus is and let him move. Otherwise, God will not move. Amen? We have to say no to ourselves and allow him to come in. He is God. Do you get it today? He is God. He is God. He is the great I am. Jesus is the great I am. And we have to have our faith in that. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Where's that at in the Bible? The very first verse of the Bible. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. That word for God is Elohim. I've told you this before, I'm going to tell you again. It's a plural word. There's only one God, but in the beginning, God created. He did it all. He did every bit of it, but it gave us the Hebrew word of Elohim. Look what he said. Then God, in verse 26, then God said, let us make man in our image. Is God done gone crazy? Is he talking to himself? No. He's talking to the Son. He's talking to the Holy Ghost. And he's saying, let us. Let us make men in our image. Jesus has always been there. He knows it all. He's seen it all. He can do it all. And he was born of a virgin. The world has a problem with that one. I'm going to close right now in Matthew. I'm going to go to Matthew 1.19 and finish out here. And then Joseph, her husband, being a just man and not wanting to make her a public example, was minded to put her away secretly. You see, they weren't married yet. They hadn't been together yet, but Mary's pregnant. Ain't much changed today. Actually, it has. We don't really think about much about it anymore, do we? People are just doing what they want to do. Let me ask you a question. Where does the stuff end? Y'all help me with this. I've had this huge question on my mind. I love Jesus, but I don't have to do this. I go to church. I'm a Christian. I pray. But I don't have to be accountable for this. Can I ask you this? Where does the line stop that things that's accountable and not? Can anybody answer me that? So we can tell lies and we can gossip about people, but we can't drink, smoke, and chew. Then why do we do it? Sin is sin, isn't it? So when Jesus comes into our lives, there's a change that happens. You might be a while getting through it. There are going to be some things he's going to reveal to us. But that's always been my question. Where does the line stop? Oh, we don't want that over here in our church. But for me, it's okay. I'm good to go. God, God knows me. I got this. God's got me. Really? 
See, he came to save the lost. And to save the lost was a price. You realize when Jesus went to the cross for a moment there, God the Father, a part of him had to turn from himself, if that makes sense. Now that's, Jesus didn't want to go through that. So for you and me, that's a picture for us that we got to look at the guy in the mirror and turn away from some things. Well, I'm good to go with God. Well, just if you can tell me that and really believe that, I'm going to ask you where the drawing line is for what's okay and what ain't okay. You see, that's the problem with the churches today and many believers. Do you understand what I'm saying? It's happening in homes. happening in homes, it's happening in communities, it's happening inside of churches because we've started trying to draw lines and decide what's okay and what ain't okay and yet God in his word says I will be a judger of sin and no sin's coming to heaven so if me and Eddie just a minute ago fighting over what kind of tires we're going to put on our vehicle, if somehow we can't come to Jesus and get together and I'm here to tell you this morning, brothers and sisters, not some miraculous thing is going to happen to you at death. You're picking and choosing right now. Amen? I'm picking and choosing right now. But if we come to Jesus, we're always going to come right here. There's no other way. There's no yeah buts. Can't yeah but it. It's just who is Jesus. But while he thought on these things, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him, dreaming, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid and take Mary to, be, to take Mary to be your wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit. And she shall bring forth a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. So all this is done, that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the Lord. You see in Jesus, the Holy Spirit and God right there. Through the prophet saying, Behold, the virgin shall be with child and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which is translated, God with us. Jesus is God. He told them in the Great Commission, he said, You go forth, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. They are one. So I'm going to ask you again this morning, do you believe what I've told you this morning? If you got a problem with it, there's nothing more important for you and me and maybe some others to do than sit down and work this out today, prayerfully and with the Word of God. But just who is He? Who is this Jesus? And friends, your eternal de destiny, it all depends on it. Who is this child? Do you know who He is? You can know who He is. Do you know who Jesus is? Do you want Jesus to come into your heart? Do you want Jesus to make you a better person? Do you want Jesus in this Christmas season? And then every day after, we established right off of the bat that every day should be like Christmas. Do you want Jesus having control of your life? 
It's a good question, isn't it? Who is he? Can you tell somebody who Jesus is? I'm trying to teach you to the place that we can tell him so that we know. We know that we know. And we know where we, there's places we can't know where everything, but we can ask, have faith because the Bible tells us that. We have faith. I believe that Jesus is the Son of God. I can't explain it. I haven't been taught enough in this life to understand just how he was conceived in a virgin. All I know is the Bible tells me it's so. Amen? Do you believe that this morning? Was Jesus conceived of a virgin? Well, now, friends, <laughs> if he can do that, what can hold him back? Amen? We prayed this morning for your needs and your loved one's needs. But see, if we just got up to fit went in with the crowd and didn't believe it, you see, God, what he does, it actually does depend on us. You want the power of God inside of our church? You want revival inside of our church? Then we got to let him do his work. If we get ourselves in a box, even though he was doing it, we get ourselves and put God in the, in the, in the frame. We say, well, God, we've got to have three songs in this, and on the third Sunday we're going to sing the old songs, and we're going to mess the other ones up, and we're going to da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. We do start doing all that. We're telling God how he is to act. Come on, folks. Are we going to let God come in and move in our lives? Some of us may not make it back next Sunday. Did you know death could come and get us? I'm going to ask you that question. Who's Jesus? Do you know him? Do you want to know more about him? Just who is Jesus? Who is he? Do you know who Jesus is? Because if you don't know him, then who are you praying to? Do you know him? Do you want to know him? Do you want to know him better today? Right here. Come to the altar. Come and have a personal encounter with the Lord Jesus Christ.